All right, welcome to Within Thin Lines Podcast. My name is Vince. I have Randall Ives and Tyler Frank here. We are in person for the salute in Naperville. First two guests of the day. Sir, ma'am, what are your names? I'm Jan Barber. And I'm Mike Barber. Pleasure meeting you both. So what brought you to our booth today? Um, Well, we were just walking around looking, and and I saw that uh, you were oriented with the military and everything, so I figured I would stop by and talk to you. Absolutely. And you see that you're wearing a shirt as well, and you're, I understand that you're a veteran. Uh, yes, I am. Tell uh, me about your story, your history. Well, uh, I uh, went in the military in 1965, 64, excuse me, and uh, went in, into Vietnam, 67, 68. I went through artillery OCS, and also went through Airborne Ranger Special Forces training. Okay. Um, the interesting thing is that when I enlisted, I enlisted to be a clerk typist. So uh, I think we kind of missed that. <laughs> and you went to Airborne after being a clerk clerk typist. Yeah. Phenomenal. How many years did you serve? Uh, five years. Five years. Do you miss it? Uh, I miss the, the camaraderie. I miss my team. Uh, but uh, I don't really miss some of the dumb stuff sure. in the military. <laughs> Absolutely. That's part of the job, though, right? Yeah. But it is the camaraderie. And something that we do as a podcast and try to incorporate is that the camaraderie still exists outside of your service. So you are a veteran. We're all veterans. We're all public service. And uh, we want to give you a place to have a conversation. And I hear that your wife is famous. I don't know. Infamous might be a better term. <laughs> um, Mike talks about his family... Um, having had someone in every major conflict since we became a country. Um, I have a relative that signed the Declaration of Independence. And on the other side of the coin, my grandmother entered this country as an orphan at Ellis Island in in the late 1900s. So I have a dedication to this country, the people who love it and want to be here. Well, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, it's a honor and pleasure to have you here. And thank you for your service in both both worlds. Well, as I tell everyone, it was an honor, and I would do it again. So. Absolutely. Hopefully, they wouldn't have to take him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Is this your first time here, or uh, you've done this before? Well, uh, first time on a podcast, but we're we're members of uh, we're on the board of Naperville Salutes. Okay. Um, and, and everything, and just uh, a tornado that came through a couple weeks ago. Well, our home was in its path, so we're sure. kind of recuperating from that. So, uh, But uh, as I tell everybody, we were really lucky. Absolutely. Um, but we can't, we can't say enough for Naperville Response for Veterans and, and what they do to help veterans that need um, help, re, like rehabbing a, a bathroom or putting in a ramp or any time a veteran needs um, help in a construction way, Naperville Response is there to um to serve and they do a 25 mile radius at no cost to the veteran so um, this was their way of, of thanking veterans for what they do absolutely and it's I think it's a honor to, to even be a part of this so thank you so much for being here and I understand you had family in the service still correct uh, no he uh, he got out in um, 68 or okay. not 60 excuse me uh, the new millennium uh, the new millennium <laughs> 2018 he got out there you go so, uh, and he's uh, lives back in Pennsylvania. Okay, but, uh, but he's doing okay. Which is, 
If you could say anything to him through this podcast, what would you say? Uh, I would say, Jake, we're very proud of you. Call me. (laughs) Hey, Jake, call them. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. All right, sir. Thank you for stopping by our booth. And I hear you have a son in the or retired in the Marine Corps, correct? I, that's true. My name's uh, Larry Wayne, and I'm from Naperville. And uh, I just wanted to mention that my uh, my son uh, Christopher Wayne is a uh, retired captain in the Marine Corps. And I'll talk to him about uh, calling in and trying to get on your, your absolutely. Podcast. Where does he live at? Is he, he local? He lives in Desplaines. Desplaines, so not too far yeah, away. He re- yeah, yeah. Actually, they were over yesterday, and his uh, in-laws. I, we finally met his in-laws. My son got married last year in our, in, in, in Naperville. Okay. Yeah, because his wife is from Toronto. Okay. And so we finally met her parents last night. They finally. Oh, made congratulations! Yeah. Phenomenal. So it was nice. Yeah, we sat back and had a couple of cigars. That's <laughs> last a night. Pleasure so, giving you some cigars yeah, for that. If you could say anything to him right now, though. Pardon? If you could say anything to your son right now, what would you tell him? Just <laughs> um, that we're obviously very proud of Perfect. You know, what he did and who he is. And, and uh, you know, we love him and his, uh, and his uh, uh, bride very much. Phenomenal. Thank All you right. for your service, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right, sir. Welcome, and thanks for stopping by our booth. Give me a little story about who you are and where you come from. Thanks very much. My name is Matt Ishikawa. Um, I am born well, born in California, raised here in, in Naperville. Went to bounce around a little bit when I was a kid, but went to high school here in Naperville, and then uh, have been involved with Naperville Response for Veterans for the past five or six years on their board. And uh, a bunch of buddies from high school, all of us, uh, actually didn't serve. But we all have family, friends that did, and, and we thought, you know what, what better way to give back than, than doing something like this to Absolutely. help veterans out that really need it. So, you know, our board is a 100% volunteer board. Um, we focus on home repairs for low to moderate income veterans. And uh, I'm on the construction committee, which is the fun part of it, actually helping sure. that kind of stuff. I, I, don't, I don't love this PR kind of stuff. I don't <laughs> love the... Uh, the shaking hands and kissing babies, but the actual uh, construction part of it is, is really fun. Yeah, and sure. going to see these guys is really mind-boggling every time. How long have I mean, you been crazy. doing it? So we've been doing it for about, been on the committee for about four years now. Okay. Um, we do about 65 to 80 projects a year. No kidding. And like I said, it's mostly um, got situations where guys have come back and and are really struggling right and, and we focus on home repairs that are are critical to them so right. a lot of ramps a lot of bathrooms that that are not wheelchair accessible that we have to get in there and kind of improve a lot and just normal stuff like roofs caving okay. in and and floors being warped and tripping hazards and all this kind of stuff so it's really good work it's a lot of fun we have a great board and we have fun with it but it's it's pretty serious stuff and those guys out there um, really need it. And so we've really been embraced by this community and, and, you know, where we're sitting at right now is the brainchild of our president and 
he just thought, you know what, what better way to get our name out there and actually sure. have some funds coming in because it, it all goes to the veterans. Absolutely. So it's great. And unfortunately, all the veterans and first responders were very stubborn people. So we yes. won't ask for help until we see an opportunity that someone was willing to help. That we know, found so. a lot. Yep. Right? That we found a lot. And we have great, and look, I didn't serve. And so I understand that too when I go and visit these houses sure. because we usually like to take a vet. There, there's a number of great veterans on our board. And we've kind of decided the best way to do that is to bring a veteran too, sure. right? So that they can sit there and talk and, and kind of get to a common place pretty quick. But you're right. You go in there. They don't want your help. Right. You know, it's usually a friend of a friend that's like, exactly. hey, I've got a guy that maybe goes to my church or I see around town a bunch and he's a great guy. And, and I've gotten to know his story. I know he's a veteran, but I know he's really struggling. Mm-hmm. So can you guys go go and check on him and see what he needs? and? Mm-hmm. Usually you open that up and it's a Pandora's box of stuff Absolutely. and you're like, oh my gosh. Once yeah, they man. see the change you could put, now they realize, okay, I did need help and yeah. we're very appreciative. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my roof's coming in. I've, I've just been walking around that drip coming oh, down from the ceiling. Goodness. You know, instead of just, yeah. hey, let's just fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of these these men and women are, are older too and so it becomes, everything's life safety. Sure. Right? They, they could trip anywhere and... Uh, electricals sometimes a, a big disaster too so it it's good and and it's um you know really what we want to do is put the word out not only you know to help support what we do but equally if you know someone that really needs some help contact us now sure. we have in our 501c3 docs you have to stay within a 25 mile range of naperville okay right? so the name's a little misleading naperville response for veterans we've toyed with kind of changing that around a little bit to but our fund rate, yeah but our funding comes from a lot of Naperville rooted people. I was so say we're like local stay local kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But we go everywhere and, sure. and whenever we have fundraisers like this, we put boards up that say, hey, I know the name is Naperville Response for Veterans, but it's Naperville responding for other communities and, and within a twenty sure. five mile radius. So we get pulled all over the place and you know, every time is a different story. Absolutely. Now if somebody that's listening to the show and is curious, like, hey, maybe they have a friend or family member that's in struggle, how would they reach your organization? What's a good way to NRFV.org. And you can contact yeah, you can contact us. You can actually have the veteran apply online, which is challenging a lot of times. Doesn't happen as much as as we would think or hope. Sometimes we guide people to the website and it really doesn't work out very well. But you know, you can print off that paperwork too bring it over there, fill it out, get it back. And, and like I said, it's a very, we try to make it a quick and painless process to get vetted, but it has to be, you know, a certain income level or, or below and, and really of, of need and something, you know, sometimes we get people that are like, you know, uh, I just want this wall painted. And we're like, that's yeah. not really what we do, but we can hook you up with the painter and we can help you figure that out. Sure. Absolutely. And, and help you do that. But, you know, we really want to focus on the life safety kind of stuff and, and that's where all the money goes. And uh, it's pretty amazing once you can help someone just get around their house better. It really changes their outlook on life. And, you know, it's just a small part and something we can hopefully And it's very surprising to know how many veterans are out there. And especially how many veterans in need are out there. There you are. Know? So it's just there once are. you start this program like you're doing now, they're going to be coming out of the roots. And you're just like, I, we should have done this sooner. It's tough because you see the same things kind of pop up, right? right. You, you have a lot of people that are struggling in a lot of different areas when they come back right and, and like you said afraid to reach out or not afraid but just it's hesitant a stigma. right yeah it's, there's a stigma yeah. to being soft or something i, I don't know but yeah. it's it's not great a lot of times and, and the stories repeat itself so um 
you know, it's really been eye-opening, sure. but um, something that we're really passionate about. And, yeah, anytime that you hear of someone that, even if you think they may not qualify, we'll go talk to them yeah. and try to help them. And if they don't qualify, we'll figure out something else that we can do for them, that kind of thing, and, and maybe help that process along. But, uh, gosh, don't be afraid to contact us and... We'll try to help as best we can. And what about the audience members that want to volunteer? How can they participate? Same thing, right through that website. And, um, yeah, we've got a great board of, gosh, I don't even know, over 25, 30 people on it now. And, you know, we have different committees, a PR committee, uh, you know, that puts on an event like this. uh, Sure. um, Accounting, all that kind of stuff. But, like I said, I'm on the construction side, and I'm partial to that kind of stuff. Yeah, there we go. uh, Yeah, we'd love to have you, and it's a great board, and it's all people that are focused on the common goal sure. right there's none of this other stuff going you around said it. We're just you focused said it. on hey it's let's just do the goal. work let's just do the work and go about our business and what's the best way that we can make that happen and sure and that's great i think i know a podcast out there that would be really interested in helping out so there you go <laughs> well, well, I, God, I love what you guys are doing man no we we you're aiming you're doing exactly what we're aiming for you know we want to reach out to those programs uh, just see where we could help out Right. Or even come to these events. You know, this is our first actual live event. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're honored to be here. But just yeah. to be able to meet organizations like yourself, it's it's an opportunity. So we're honored to be there. Um, can you tell me more about the event and where we're at? Because I know a lot of oh, yeah. audience members are We're at Rotary sure. Hill in, in Naperville, Illinois. So, uh, yeah, we have an event. Um, last night it started. It's called uh, Salute to Our Veterans. And we have – it's basically – right now we're sitting in uh, on a Saturday at – Gosh, about noon. So we have a family event now that wraps up in about a half an hour. But then we also have live concerts going. We had some going last night from 4 to 10. Uh, and then tonight and uh, 4th of July. Nice. So come back and, and uh, enjoy that little different vibe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you couldn't have it. It didn't happen last year, right? It was canceled last year? It was canceled last year so, because of COVID, right? Now we're fighting back. With now a, we're fighting a back, big, baby. Big turnout. This is awesome. Yeah, this it's going to be great. And then we have fireworks that are also sponsored by this uh, down at a different part of Naperville that's a little bit more accessible, big park at uh, Frontier Park on July 4th. So. And a small barbecue. And Barbecue's going, beer tents. man. <laughs> barbecue, beer tent. The whole, well, the beer tents aren't open now. Oh, we'll Not that see. I checked. No, we'll see. <laughs> they open at 4. Perfect. But, uh, yeah, everything's everything's going, and, and it's been great. And we've been blessed with good weather so far, so let's hope that keeps going. And from my understanding is that your organization is being fundraised by this event? Yeah, we are the... Um, we are the recipient of this event, yeah. Uh, okay. So all proceeds uh, go towards us, which has been great. Is there a way that through the audience members remotely could even participate in, in, in a financial assist? Sure, yeah. Just right back to that website, nrfv.org. That's uh, all there. And you can donate. You can sign up to help volunteer. You can apply to for help uh, or somebody you know. So, yeah, you can really do it all through there. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds great, sir. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking your time. Thanks, and, Vince. And Appreciate you, it, man. No, we're, we're honored to have you. We're honored to be a part of this. Well, so. you, thanks for being here, and uh, we'd love to work with you more, and I really love what you guys are doing. I'm oh, going to check the podcast out. I promise you're going to hear from us. All right, good. <laughs> good Pleasure man. meeting you, sir. All right, you too. Take care. All right, welcome back. We are still here at the Salute Festival, and now I have another guest. Ma'am, tell me a little more about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. So my name is Christy Lister, and I started the Blue Help Illinois chapter. Blue Help has been around for since 2015, and it helps law enforcement. So we know a lot of vets go into first responder work, right? Absolutely. So it helps uh, families, 
support and educate families, their departments, when they've lost an officer to suicide. Unfortunately, that happened to us two years ago. Yes. And that's how I learned about Blue House. So we need to be out there talking. Phenomenal. I know this morning when you and I were talking a little more in depth about it, where is the organization actually stationed? I know you're building in Illinois. Yes. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yep. Okay. And how long has it been founded? They've been around since 2015. Okay. And then they've grown, obviously, the need. They actually record uh, officer suicides. So you can go onto bluehelp.org and submit an officer's name. Or if you want to keep it anonymous, anonymous, you can do that as well. But we can't. We don't know that it's happened, and we can't show the evidence if it doesn't right. get put on there. So. Right. And that's the hardest part when it comes to mental health when, and first responders and veterans is that you got to break that stigma. It's okay to ask for help. It's you okay know, it's, to not be okay. <laughs> it's okay to not be okay, exactly. And, and whether you're retired, you're on the job, you might, you, know, you might leave the job, but like we said earlier, yes. the job never leaves you. Exactly. And your family serves right next to you and we don't always understand what's going on because you've shut down yes you kept you're trained to keep that emotion away because that's how you get through your job right Uh, over time you just don't bring that emotion back and you start shutting down and your family feels that they could take the biggest toll yeah absolutely absolutely. they're serving a bigger part so so much i learned 25 years of my life made sense the minute that i got the text from the chief, hey, are you home? And I, I oddly trained myself that when the chief came to my house one day, it would not be uh, because he died in line of duty. It was going to be this, and I didn't understand. Sure. So because again, you're close to somebody, whether it's in the form of a relationship, friendship, coworker, you see them every day. You don't always see that that slight change because right. you think it's normal, and right. that's where we have to start noticing absolutely and i think just being out there as an organization and promoting yourself and your mission that almost opens the doors to say hey even if you don't want to admit that you need help we're here you know there's there's plenty of resources and i'll tell you and i say this you can contact me you could text me and my number is 815-955-9970 i'm not going to ask who you are i'm not going to ask where you're from you need to talk you text i text back and it helps. Ladies and gentlemen, that is devotion right there. Say your number one more time and how they can reach you. Absolutely. They can reach me at 815-955-9970. And we also, I mean, I'm Blue Help Illinois, but we talked about before, Red Help just started. So that's for Fireman Dispatch. We'll be coming out shortly and we're following that as we go. Sure. And we'll definitely post your link on our show as well for Thank more you. people to be able to you know, find your information. But like I said, everybody out there who, who may be struggling, whether, and some people don't even know they're struggling. A lot of times they don't. Some of the signs don't. and symptoms they don't realize. Those are signs and symptoms of yeah. you know, PTSD or stress. You know, and Just take the opportunity to give a phone call or even call a friend and maybe they could uh, organize the, uh, the meeting. Absolutely. And I think it's important also to mark with any first responders, uh, whether they're vets or non-vets, you have to have somebody, you have to have friends outside first responders. Yes. Uh, that's most important because you're going to go and, and hang out after work and bounce shit off each other. Yep. Like, ah, oh, but let's be real. And, they, and you think that that's actually helping you, but then you get in your car, drive home, and everything that you've now buried down is still there. And yes. now you're alone with it Yes. before you walk through your front door. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. For all those that are listening out there, I guess, what is the first thing you would advise them to do if they wanted to seek that information? I know you said to call them, yeah. but what is the first step in breaking that stigma? 
asking for help. Asking for help. Realizing it's okay does not make you worthless. It does not make you weak. I When um, I spoke to the Downers Grove Police Department after it happened, I said, there are at least six of you in this room that have contemplated, if not still contemplating, taking your life. But you wouldn't doubt that when Ken, it happened to Ken, you knew he always had your back. So you know you're strong. Right. And it takes... It takes a lot of will and strength to be able to say, oh my gosh, I need help. Sure. And to find the right help. There are a lot of uh, counselors out there that can help you and understand first responders. It's finding the right ones. And we have a list of the right ones for you. Absolutely. And I know something we talked as well is that we want to promote the balance of health, you know, physical, yes. mental health. Um, go have a hobby. Absolutely. You know, remind yourselves that you are human still. You know, that Absolutely. Like we said, it's okay to struggle. You're going to struggle. That's part of human nature. You know, but you got to you gotta have that balance. And if you like fishing, go fishing. You yep. go for a hike. You know, take care of your dog. Take care of your family. Hiking saved my life. That's go. how getting out there, getting back into nature, it saved my life. Because what I think many people don't understand, um, and I didn't talk about this to anybody prior to, to Ken passing, but there was a time that I... He went to work, my kids went to bed, and I was in my closet with the gun in my mouth. I'm like, no, I have to figure this out. Finding the balance, knowing it's okay, finding the help. Because we all have those seasons in our life. And I think in first responder families, you don't think anybody else understands. Right. But you do. You do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I think from from all of us within Thin Lines, thank you for being courageous oh, and doing you. what you did, and even promoting yourself to help others out there. You know, just having a presence, being here. You know, this is our first time here. This is our first event. We're honored to be here, and we hope that we have the same message. And I think you and I, we're going to be in contact. Absolutely, <laughs> I look forward to it because absolutely. we need to be. Yes, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. Thank you so much for taking your time. Thank you. Absolutely. It gives me a whole different sound, doesn't it? It does, right? <laughs> I sound like Max Armstrong. Ah, okay. WGM All right. Radio. I like it. Well, sir, from us all, welcome within Thin Lines. Well, thank you very much. It's really a beautiful day here in downtown Naperville. And it Rotary is a phenomenal Hill. day. Honestly, God, you couldn't ask for better weather for an event. No. Uh, last night was spectacular. We had some really great local entertainment on stage, and... Uh, they rocked the house, and I think it was great for people to be able to get out again and to be part of society and and uh, enjoy food and friendship with some fellow Napervillians, as we call them, and and to come together to uh, support Naperville response for our veterans. Uh, I'm wearing a red shirt, red, R-E-D, remember, all deployed. Uh, this was a the brainchild, so to speak, of our American Legion riders. It's a motorcycle group from our American Legion Post 43. We on, <clears throat> were putting together a Gold Star family monument here in downtown Naperville at Veterans Park. And for those of you who don't know what a Gold Star family member is, is a person that, that had lost a loved one fighting for our country. So this is kind of, I know the people out there can't see this. This is a, a small version. We call them challenge coins in the fire service. This is a small version of what the Gold Star Monument will look like. It's being made out of solid black granite. The old place on a planet 
that this solid black granite comes from is India. So we placed the order and they're going to send us a chunk in the next couple of months. And we have a monument company that's going to form it in the shape of that uh, challenge coin that I just handed you. And at its tallest point will be six feet high and it'll be in 25 feet in length, paying honor to all that had lost a loved one fighting for this country. Uh, these shirts are being sold on Rotary Hill during this event for $20 a piece. And all proceeds from these shirts go to that monument. So, you mind if I open this up? Absolutely right. not. I just kept it in there, so I didn't. Oh, this is phenomenal. Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. For so those just so the you, audience the audience can kind of hear what this is exactly, um, typically challenge coins are round. And yeah. this one, you've, you've made the, the shape of the monument. That's that correct. For, right. Which gives you a lot more time to think about this. Like, oh, this is already feeling different. Yeah. You know, so you're considering a lot more in-depth. Um, it's a gold trim, the uh, black outline, and the silhouette in the middle of a soldier, and uh, you know, giving the salutes. All the branches are on it. Honor the families of those who gave their life in the service for our country. Uh, the Gold Star Families Memorial Monument, Monument on the back. It's, it's a tribute to the Gold Star families and their relatives. Veterans Park, Naperville, Illinois. Yeah, pass it around. So the person who started this concept of honoring the Gold Star families is a World War II veteran, a Marine that served on Iwo Jima as a flamethrower. He is a Medal of Honor recipient. His name is Woody Herschel Williams. He's about 94 years old, and he started this monument honoring our Gold Star families. So when this is to be dedicated, Woody Hersch Herschel Williams will be here when that gets dedicated. And when is that getting revealed? Well, we don't know yet because... Uh. This whole thing takes, you know, ordering the granite right. and having it shipped back here. Well, raising the money to do this. I mean, this this project, we figure, is several hundred thousand dollars. Generous donations from the community and, and sponsors and uh, the sales of the T-shirts. A lot of the proceeds from this event are going to go to support that. So if you go around to the beer tents, as we call them, there's tip jars. And on the tip jar, it says all the proceeds will go to the Gold Star Monument. So, and for those that are not a present for this actual event, is there a way they can purchase those online? Uh, the, the, the challenge coins? Yes, sir. No. Okay. Not, this particular challenge coin was given to the members of the committee. Okay. And then later on, they're talking about making something up that's just a hair different that can be sold. And we're talking about selling for $100 a piece. Very nice. And last night, I could have probably sold 15 or 20 of them. Because I, as I walked around talking to people, I explained to them about the red shirts and then I showed him this, and I explained that, you know, we'll, we will be in the future selling them for a hundred dollars. And there were people that were taking money out their wallets. Sure, I'll buy that one. It's like I'll no raise kidding. you. It was kind of, it was very, it was actually it was kind of emotional. So yeah, that's my story about being involved with Naperville Response for our veterans. My name is Marty Walker, by the way. I'm a retired Carroll Stream firefighter, actually a lieutenant, acting battalion chief. I served in Carroll Stream for 40 years. I uh, I literally joined on my 20th birthday. Uh, as a cadet, and uh, I worked my way till I got to be 21, and then I got to be a part-time or volunteer, paid-on-call firefighter, and then in 1974, I actually got hired full-time, and uh, that's been my career since then, and on my 60th birthday, I decided to retire. Figured that's long enough to, to be getting on and off the trucks, and everything's starting to hurt, and I figured I don't want to get hurt, because at that age, it takes a little bit longer to heal. As you guys will probably find out soon. Sure. So this is kind of a unique concept of what you're doing. Uh, 
maybe you could explain a little more about what you guys do. Sure, Randy and Tyler, I'll let you hit this one. Oh, what we do here today is just introducing ourselves and what we do. We run this podcast um, for all of our listeners. They kind of have kind of tuned in, and anybody just joining us, uh, yeah, it's all about conversation for us. So anything kind of goes. We try to cover all ends of the spectrum with uh, you know retiree guys to probationary people, fire, EMS, law enforcement, military. Uh, we pair with a lot of organizations, and we'll take as many organizations as we can and just kind of steer conversation for them. So I'm glad to have you here today so we can Thank have that you. conversation about what you guys are doing here. The Challenge Coin is absolutely beautiful. That monument, I'm sure, will be absolutely beautiful someday. Um, we'll have to definitely get, uh, when you do start selling some stuff or a way, if any of our listeners that aren't here present, they can help. We'll probably follow up with that someday, definitely. So that's kind of what we do. Um you know, we just met, but I'm a uh, deputy chief up in Hopkins, Michigan, for a fire department. I work for a rural EMS agency, and then I with the Michigan National Guard as well. Oh so that's that's what kind of brings us together, and what kind of got this initiated, kind of this winter, and it's been just an absolute snowball of fun. So, so how do the cigars get in the mix? Well, cigars tend to bring relaxation. You know, I, I it, it forces one of these every day at the firehouse. It forces you to sit down and relax for a bit. Like, take your time. Yeah, you can't rush through it. You know, it's an art. So, I noticed some of the best conversations we've shared or shared together was over a cigar and a spirit. You know, and that's or a good of, cup of coffee, in my or case. a good cup of coffee, Absolutely. right? Or a bottle of water. Yeah. You know, but it's just a matter of sitting down and just take the time, get to know each other, get to know each other's story, hear each other's perspective. Yeah. It's not about having debates. It's just about having a, a voice. And that's what we try to enforce in, in our podcast here is that, you know, amongst fire and EMS and law and everything medicine, uh, just have a table for everybody to come to and, and share their story. And it was nothing better than the firehouse kitchen table. That's where all the problems are that's solved. That's where everything <laughs> got hashed out. Uh, some of the most incredible conversations, sad ones, happy ones, great times, fun times, laughter. I, I wish I could have bottled some of those yes. moments to remember the conversations which is why we're doing this yep. this is why we're doing this yeah so we actually all work together and that's same how department. we uh, that's how we all got together so we all worked together and then uh, um, either went to school together and, uh, and then we uh, just kind of kept kept up as friends and uh, we all had something to say and so we figured we might as well record it wow so you all work in the same firehouse together Not we anymore. we did it well it wasn't fire it was more the ems agency worked so we went to fire academy together in hopkins and then uh he's been fortunate enough to travel he's been up to traverse city fire now you where are you at i'm in chicago now uh, on the fire department yes sir <laughs> so my last chief that i served actually he was a deputy chief that i served with in carroll stream was bob hoff oh yes who is the commissioner of your yep. fire department yep and uh, honestly, it was an honor to be to work for that man. I uh, I knew him for a long time. We trained together a lot, but my God, he's on Carroll Stream Fire Department. So as a result of that, we had busloads of the the recruit candidates from Chicago Fire Department come to our training tower in Carroll Stream to train. Yes, and uh, it was an awesome, great experience. And Bobby just retired as our fire chief. Bobby, Chief Hoff. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Look around my shoulder. But anyway, Chief Hoff. Uh, was an incredible human being. The only person, well, I think the only person in history of the fire service that had been the recipient of the Carter Harrison Award twice. And uh, 
he brings a lot to the to the business. He's a gentleman I would love to have a conversation with too, as well. Uh, He's got a lot. Well, of why don't you give him a call? And we can arrange that. Sure. There you go. We'll make <laughs> we it happen. Arrange that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he would be a wonderful person to talk with. Yeah. Very humble man. So now I'm glad you're here. Thanks for taking Thank the time you. to be part of it. It's great to hear your story. Thank you. you. I'm, you know, it's an honor to be part of this organization. So, it's, so I uh, hope you come back. We will be back. And there's other opportunities in town. If you are interested, I can give you more details. We would love that. Get some. Uh, contact information i can tell you i was i was also told that we need to bring our golfing gear sometime because uh, there's a golf outing coming on a couple months yeah, uh, yeah there's several of them that, <laughs> that uh, i don't golf anymore but that's all right i don't uh, play either but yeah just we have a country club here in naperville they don't even let me come in the place <laughs> ah there you go so i have no. a question for you yes sir uh any suggestions uh, about how long you've you had uh, such a long career how did you how did you keep at it every shift uh, How did you get on that truck for 40 uh, years? You know, I've been asked that question. So I, I love my career. You know, it was a challenge for me to get on as a young kid. It was something that I I had never dreamed I would do. It came to me, uh, honestly, by total mistake. It's all because my mom wanted a swimming pool in her backyard. And so I worked for a construction company in Wheaton, and I made enough money to buy my mom this swimming pool. It was no big, it wasn't fancy, but it was a, a swimming pool. And I kept it clean. I would vacuum it out real nice for it. One day I'm at a garage sale and I see a scuba bottle with a double hose regulator for sale. And I'm thinking, if I had that scuba bottle, I could stay underwater for a long time and, and vacuum it out really nice. So I bought it and I took it to a gas station. This is in Wheaton, back in the 19, late 1960s, 70s. And uh, the guy says, you can't fill a scuba bottle with a, with a tire thing. You've got to go to a scuba place where they do this. And this is like, like I said, 1970. There is none of that stuff around. So I found a place, ironically, in Warrenville, which is a little town just to the north of here that had a scuba shop. And the guy that owned it, his name was Art Haight. And he turned out he was a captain on the Warrenville Fire Department. He had a scuba shop. He gave lessons. He looked at my, my U.S. diver's tank with a double hose regular and says, that thing is ancient. It was probably used in World War II by a frogman. You can't, it will never pass any of it. So I had to buy a whole new setup from him. I had to take lessons before I could buy any of this stuff. And I got certified as a diver. I, I absolutely loved it. He says, you know, he says, you should think about joining a volunteer fire department. So I, I went around and I was too young. At that time, I think I was 19. So I joined at the time the DuPage County Civil Defense and I worked on their underwater recovery team. It was all volunteer. And then when I turned 20, I, joined, I, I went to the Wheaton Fire Department. They wouldn't have me. So the chief of Wheaton Fire Department, name was Don Ludy. He says, go to Keeneville. There's a guy by the name of Mike Tooman, who's the chief. He'll take anybody. So <laughs> I went to Keeneville, which is now Carroll Stream. And so that's how my career began because of my mom wanting a swimming pool. So when you stop and think about where you are now and what path that you were led to or by it just we all have those stories we do we do and yeah. it's kind of unique and um so yeah that's it and then i retired in 2012 i was given an opportunity to chair rib fest and that was a big event here in naperville uh, i don't know if you ever heard oh, it yeah. would bring in half a million people i was disappointed last year got canceled and, well <laughs> yeah and we're talking about bringing it back somehow. oh phenomenal because it's it's a very big event raises a lot of money do a lot of good things so i chaired that event 2013 i'm sorry and uh, and now i just volunteered doing other events in town 
keep me out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> keep you young. Keep, keep me young, young, yeah. Keep you on your feet. Yeah, it's that so, service thing. When you leave one, you just can't you leave can't, the rest it's, of it. It's, you find it's, another. And I tell the young guys and gals as they come into the business, have an exit plan because that 20 years goes by real fast, just like the song that Bob Seeger does, Like a Rock, where he says, 20 years, where did it go? It's like, so that's why I stuck around for 40 years because that first 20 had had gone by way too fast. And I just felt like I, I, I just didn't want to leave. You know, when you ask about what kept you going, it's just I had a, I had great shifts. I had guys and gals that I worked with that, you know, we were family. And it's how do you, how do you walk away from family when you're that close with people? And uh, and I always envisioned the fire department where I worked to being like really an awesome place because for many many years it was like the bottom of the barrel. And then year after year we kept raising the bar to the point where we have the chief of the Chicago Fire Department wanting to be part of. I want to be part of that group of guys and gals. Sure. You know, that was kind of... Then I knew, okay, my work is done. And so that's what uh, opened the door for me to walk from that event to the stuff over here. You carried the legacy. I kind of sort of... Cause my, not, my son is actually... He joined the police department in Carroll Stream. He's now a sergeant. And uh, my youngest son, Kurt, is the firefighter paramedic in Crystal Lake, Illinois. And my grandson, Nathan, is now an explorer at a fire department here in, in Naperville. Oh, that's exciting. So, yeah. So it, it's, and my oldest son, Jeff, is a uh, senior vice president of Bank of America. <laughs> so that's, they all have their own unique gifts, just like all of us. One of them has an honest job, though. The one of them has an honest <laughs> job, Jeffrey Walker. Yep, he does. Yep. So I thank you guys for inviting me. No, thank me you for being here. It was awesome talking with you. Absolutely. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. So we'll have to do this again and have a longer chat. Yeah, light that cigar someday. Okay. That's All right, great. sir. Thank pleasure. You. Thank you.